At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome to the hottest new show on VSIN. That's our uh, self appointed standard. Yes. The hottest new show on VSIN. It's always great to get an introduction uh, from Brent Musburger. I like being referred to as veteran handicappers. Does that mean old? VSIN tonight, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, three hours, Monday through Friday. And I've had to explain this show format to everybody uh, who's asked about it here over the weekend. We are going to be on five nights a week, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific, uh, which means 9 to midnight Eastern time. And uh, Wes, we're going to have a lot of ground to cover. Uh, this summer. College hoops is going to be the main focus here for the next uh, six weeks or so, but we're not going to um, we're not going to have a lack of coverage of NBA, golf, baseball, and more. Yeah, all over the place. I mean, this is, you know, everybody thinks that, okay, football's over, so now it's downtime. This is our busy season, man. We got the NFL draft, too, and that's been one of the biggest events in the spring the last uh, few years. We'll, be, we'll have a lot of uh, We'll have a lot of uh, preparation for the draft coming up as well. And tonight, how about Wayne Kritzky, former MLB executive, general manager of the Cincinnati Reds. He's going to join us. We're going to take a look at spring training and some of the rule changes in baseball and uh, how that might give you a betting edge one way or another. I know you're a big fan of Wayne Kritzky, uh, a guy who's been a guest on this network the last couple of years. And you're as I believe a Cincinnati Reds fan too, right? I am. Yeah. I wish he was still part of the organization. They might be doing better by now. <laughs> and also tonight, Doug Kazarian, ESPN sports betting analyst on the NBA in the uh, final hour. 
Wes, let's talk about some uh, college hoops games about to tip off because it's uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, and we got two of them about to tip off right now. West Virginia, Iowa State in the Big 12. Cyclones off a uh, home loss. They got run out by Oklahoma over the weekend. The Sooners put it on the Cyclones. Iowa State, a two-point favorite over the Mountaineers. And Bob Huggins, I would say on thin ice right now, Morgantown, but the, uh, his Mountaineers took uh, Kansas, pushed Kansas to the yep. limit on Saturday in a 76-74 loss. How do you handicap this game? I took five with uh, I with uh, West Virginia because if you look, Iowa State, you mentioned that loss to Oklahoma. They're kind of in free fall late, and I think a lot of it is because Caleb Grill has been dealing with back issues basically all year. These two te- teams play kind of similar, both mm-hmm. ball screen deny up at the top. But West Virginia, look, they've always been able to score on Ohio State because Huggins, you know, cut and fill motion, scored like 1.1 points per possession in three meetings against T.J. Otzelberger. So – West Virginia, you're right. They had Kansas uh, really down to the wire, couldn't finish it off. We're on Big 12 Bubble Watch tonight. We're going to hear Bubble Watch a lot over the next couple weeks. We got two in the Big 12, and one of those teams being West Virginia tonight. Well, when you talk about the bubble and teams that need wins, does it uh, is there a way you could uh, recommend people handicap or approach that from a handicapping perspective, or you take every situation separately? I think you got to yeah. you got to take every game as kind of like its own unique organism, if you will. You because oddsmakers are going to tax that. Oddsmakers this time of year now with the bracketology and Joe Lenardi, Mike DeCorsi, all the bracketologists all over the place are going to be out there saying, okay, this team needs to win to get out of the first four out and into the last four in or whatever scenario it is. The guys behind the counter know that, and they're going to make you pay a tax. You know, I mentioned that over the weekend for some of these spots. Iowa was a perfect example where I got lucky against Michigan State. That was a good spot for Iowa, but they know it's a good spot, so they're going to make you pay more. Where I think it was like, what did it close, six? And I bet it at minus four and a half. That thing could have been two if you look at, like, the metrics guys, if you look at the Ken Palm and the Bartorvik and all those guys. So it's like, do you trust the market this time of year, or do you trust the metrics guy? I used to be more of a trust the market guy this type of year, type the odds makers. But I think, you know, some of the metrics guys have been more accurate of late. Yeah, I, I, I trust the market in some spots, but I'm also, like you, uh, we're both situational handicappers. Yeah. And to me, that takes precedence over anything. I've seen some pretty bad money uh, in the market in college hoops. Uh, you know, you, sometimes you think these moves are sharp. Not necessarily. A week ago, there was money on Ohio State. Uh, you recall the game a week ago? Against Penn State? Ohio State was a, a home favorite over Penn State, and the Buckeyes got bet up, and I was on Penn State. And I said, you got to be kidding me. Who would bet up Ohio State in this spot? But finally, then you got the time. Because, look, these markets change after results. And finally, you got a good spot on Sunday with Ohio State when they were getting like five, five and a half, even as high in the market yeah. at home against Illinois. That was the spot to bet Ohio well, State. Well, it was, and uh, I did not trust that Illinois team. For some reason, I did trust Penn State the previous week and got lucky, I guess, with the Nittany Lions. I, I mentioned Iowa State a four-and-a-half-point favorite over um, uh, West Virginia. You took five with the Mountaineers? Yes. Baylor, a one-point favorite at Oklahoma State. Did you bet this game in the Big 12 about to tip right now? I did. I went plus two minus twenty for Oklahoma State at home. Kevontae George, of course, out for Baylor. So, look. 
his he's probably the best ball screen defender they have. Everybody focuses on the offense, but they don't focus necessarily on what he does as a facilitator, what he does defensively. So now you have Oklahoma State, who's lost four in a row. Musa Cisse, their big guy, didn't play in the first meeting down there in Waco. Neither did Chamwachachwa for Baylor. So, I, I mean, this is Oklahoma State, I think, really with their backs against the wall in, in this spot at, in Stillwater. So, I took two. Uh, ba- Baylor, of course, off that win over Texas on Saturday. Oklahoma State starting to maybe play their way out. They looked like a deadlock about two weeks ago when uh-huh. they were 16-9. and Lose at home to Kansas, get blown out at TCU, get blown out at West Virginia, and then lose to Kansas State at home. Now they have Baylor tonight and then at Texas Tech on Saturday. I think they need to get two wins. That'll put them at 9-9 nine and nine in the Big 12. I know each team is evaluated in a unique way, but I have a hard time to believe that 9-9 nine and nine in the best conference in America isn't getting in the NCAA tournament. I think it will. It should be enough, especially since the Big 12's got such a high rating. Big 12 bubble games tonight on Big Monday. I don't have any action in the Big 12. I do have one in the Mountain West that's about to tip off. Uh, Tim Murray walked out of the studio talking about how he had money on the pokes. The pokes. We do too, but Which not pokes? the same ones. I have both I, pokes. Okay, I took the Wyoming Cowboys plus five and a half. Home dogs against Nevada tonight. That game about to tip off up in Laramie, Wyoming. Did you play that game? You did play the game too. I played plus six earlier today with Wyoming. And look. We know that Wyoming has had a disaster season. They've only got like, what, six, seven scholarship players left. Graham E.K. never played. They had three kids transfer or asked to leave, depending on who you believe. But this is Hunter Maldonado's senior night. Also Hunter Thompson as well. And, of course, Maldonado, probably an all-time great in the Wyoming program, I think, for, for what he's done there. Led him to the NCAA tournament. Last game at the Arena Auditorium in Laramie. Tough spot here for Nevada, too, and this has not been a good spot over the years for Steve Alford. When you have UNLV to close out your home schedule at the end of the season, that game ahead of them, uh, they've gotten beat on a lot of occasions, so I took six with Wyoming. Well, it's a tough road trip. Uh, Wolfpack going from Fresno to Laramie, Mm -hmm. and this is a back-to-back, and uh, I I think the spot sets up pretty well for the uh, Cowboys, even though they have a skeleton crew. Uh, you and I both took the points with uh, Wyoming in this one tonight. Don't underestimate the home dogs in the Mountain West Conference. And and I also think because you know and I you know Senior Night is different. You can't always bet the home team on Senior Night yeah, because that's priced senior in. Senior Night can be a distraction too. But I think for this team because they've had such a bad season that this is like okay, it's a chance to end with some field good because no one expected Jeff Linder and Wyoming to be 8 and 20 and 3 and 13 in the Mountain West when they made the NCAA tournament as an at large. I know they got put in Dayton against Indiana, but still that's impressive out of the Mountain West. So this is really their last chance I think to have some kind of high note to this otherwise miserable season. Well, Wyoming was uh, some people thought the preseason favorite in the Mountain West, but Graham EK, Hunter Maldonado you could have made a case. Those are two of the two best players in the conference. Mm-hmm. EK did not play at all this year, and injuries and all sorts of uh, other problems wrecked uh, the Cowboys' season. But this is a chance to get something right, finish on a positive note, and uh, I am taking the points with the Cowboys tonight in Laramie, so that's one we'll keep an eye on. We are underway in uh, the Baylor-Oklahoma State game and the West Virginia-Iowa State game and about to tip in Wyoming. All right, Wes, let's uh, – Move on from college hoops to the NBA. I want to talk briefly about LeBron James. He's got a foot injury. It's feared that he could be out several weeks. 
He said he heard something pop in his foot yesterday in the Lakers' big comeback against the Dallas Mavericks. By the way, the Lakers trailed 48-21, to 27 points mm-hmm. in that game in the second quarter. NBA teams were 0-138 and this season when trailing by 27 points or more. The Lakers made a big comeback to win, but they lost LeBron. And uh, this is why, Wes, I would not bet money on the Lakers to make the playoffs. This is one reason. I think their two stars are too brittle. Talking about LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you can't count on these guys being healthy for the final 20 games. No, I don't think so, even though they did make that comeback against Dallas. So uh, Mark Cuban, after watching that, was like, I'm out. Like he is on Shark Tank, maybe out on Doncic and Kyrie that that's not going to work long term. However, back to the Lakers, four and a half was the uh, opener before this LeBron news came out. Now I'm starting to see nine in the market Mm -hmm. with the Grizzlies. Obviously, the Grizzlies even still smarting from blowing that lead in Philadelphia. I certainly was because I had the Grizzlies that night and they absolutely melted down. But. Grizz are kind of that team, you know, with the chip on their shoulder, something to prove. So you can see why they are such big favorites now. And now the Lakers, all these new acquisitions, going to have to give them some heavy minutes. So coming out of the All-Star break, Circa put up the prop. Uh, will teams make the uh, playoffs? The Lakers at, were yes, plus 170, no, minus $2. And they won three in a row, including the one in Dallas. But now, Wes, I think you seriously have to question how much time is LeBron going to miss? And what would you make the number on the Lakers to make or miss the playoffs? By the way, getting in the play-in game is not enough. You have to be one of the eight seeds right. to cast a yes on that prop. So, I mean, it would be, you know, in the low $2 range, I think, now. If open 170 and then they went three in a row, I think you got to put it 225, 250 on the yes. About a five-point adjustment for tomorrow night. Lakers at Grizzlies without LeBron. Yep. Yep, no question about it. So we'll see if maybe the fallen hero theory works. All right, take a quick break. We come back. We'll take a look at the Circa College Hoops Challenge and uh, more college basketball talk. Stay tuned. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. This segment of VSIN tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I'm not, I don't know about you, Wes, but there have been times in life where I need to make a change. What about you? Always, Matt. I saw you before the show out there shooting a lung dart <laughs> have you tried zen i have not well you might want to try it if you know you need to make a change but you just aren't ready i'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change everyone's timeline's a little different everyone's on their own journey whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change zen is there for you with the right strength the right flavor at the right time if you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com at ZYN.com. And uh, warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Wes Reynolds, Matt Eumann's back here on VSEN tonight. Wes, let's talk more college hoops and take a look at the Circuit College Hoops Challenge standings. Now, we're six weeks into this contest we do on Friday nights here at the uh, Circuit Sportsbook. We use Circa and DraftKings numbers that come out on Friday afternoon. We've got 10 handicappers in this contest. And right now, Will Hill is the king of the hill. 18, 11, and 1 against the spread. 3, 2, and 1 on his best bets. 18 and a half total points for Will Hill. Uh, Jim Root, college hoops handicapper out of Chicago with the uh, three-man weave group. Also the field of 68. He's in second, 17, 12, and 1. But how about this, Wes? How do you how do you have the second best record in the contest, and you are zero five and one on your best bet? Well, based where I am, I'm not going to besmirch anybody, but that <laughs> is pretty amazing. You know, Jim Jim's a really sharp guy, especially good with kind of these off the radar totals, mm-hmm. and that's how he's gotten into second place. Seventeen, twelve, and one is a really good record, but just that's just random variance. That's just awful luck. Rex Byers, lead odds maker of Play Up USA. Rex is out here at the Circus Sportsbook tonight. Veteran odds maker, 17 and 13, 3 and 3 on best bets. Greg Hoops Peterson, 17 and 13. I believe he's 2 and 4 on best bets, not 3 and 3. So I'm going to have to double check that. Yeah, and that is going to matter for a tiebreaker, and that's why we bring that up. So I'm going to double check the standings, but I think uh, Hoops is 2 and 4 on his best bets because he had Virginia as a best bet 
uh, over the weekend, and uh, the Cavs came up short against North Carolina, Wes. Yep. Yeah, North Carolina was in that need-to-win game, and they got it done. They also yep. got it done again tonight. So we were talking about them actually earlier. It's kind of like, you know, they're going to squeak in the tournament. By the way, final score is 77-66. Carolina covers seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Game goes under the total. Yeah, and there was money on Carolina in that game, too, after that miraculous comeback Florida State made at Miami on Saturday. All right, Tim Murray, host of the show previous to us, 16-13-1. Aaron Moore and uh, myself at 16-14, and 4-2 and on our best bets. And then, uh, Wes, you're 12-16-2. and two. Daniel Alvari and Paul Stone each at 10 and 20. Uh, you did go three and two over the weekend. You won your best bet, so you're getting back on track. We've got 15 plays left to make in this contest. Five this Friday, five on the first Thursday of the NCAA tournament, and the final five on the Friday of the NCAA tournament. So 15 plays. Derek Stevens of Circa put a prize package up for the winner. And, of course, we all also are playing for pride, Wes. I know that you want to make a run up the standings. <laughs> You're trying to climb the ladder here in the final uh, Yeah, I've got a thorn in, thorn in my pride based on the last couple of weeks. Having a good college basketball season, but not necessarily in this contest. Look, I now empathize with the guys that were in the Friday football invitational because you got to select from all those college games and all those NFL games, side and totals. 130 games on average on a Saturday, man, and you're just trying to pick the right five, and sometimes you don't. All right, so tune in this week, week seven, Friday night. We're going to have uh, the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. Then, Wes, we have to take a week off because the conference tournaments are going to be in full effect. We're not going to have any lines. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're going to know like maybe right. half, like a quarter of the games basically when we go into Friday. Yeah, it just doesn't work um, with the logistics of it. So, conference tournament week, we're not going to have a contest. And then we'll have two rounds on the first two days of the uh, NCAA tournament. Selection Sunday, March 12th. And Wes, all these games we're handicapping, well, pretty much every game has an impact on uh, what we're going to see on March 12th. Teams are desperate in conference tournaments or they're uh, desperate to get on the bubble or off the bubble, depending on what it looks like. We do have a conference tournament to update and I know you have action on the Atlantic Sun, the first one to tip off. Yeah, Splitsky in uh, one of the games tonight. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast does go down to Queens. Queens College, by the way, a transitional Division One, so very similar scenario mm -hmm. to what we had with Bellarmine. Remember, Bellarmine ended up winning the tournament last year uh, but did not get to go to the NCAA tournament. That went to Jacksonville as the second-place team. But uh, Florida Gulf Coast loses 61-55 to Queens. Queens covers two-point favorites easily under the total, despite the fact that they were bombing threes like the first five minutes of the game. And speaking of Bellarmine, they go ahead and win at North Florida. So 76-74, to 74, game goes over the total. Bellarmine, I believe, closed around two and a half on the line. They took the money here. They were getting four. So Bellarmine and Queens will advance uh, to the A-Sun tourney. By the way, the A-Sun going to be a one-bid league. So uh, just kind of setting up here. I believe Queens now gets Liberty who are, or excuse me, no, they get Kennesaw State. I'm sorry. Kennesaw, Kennesaw State is the number one seed in that tournament. Meanwhile, Bellarmine, the eighth seed, will take on Liberty. Kennesaw State and Liberty 
tied actually in terms of the record but kennesaw state won the tiebreaker so liberty's still the favorite i think they're about a little over minus two dollars uh it's it's tough to go against some of these chalky teams in the a sun tournament so i really didn't find a dark horse i was interested in i know there are a lot of people that kind of like queens who bombs away from three very up tempo doesn't really play a lick of defense but maybe against liberty who they just played at the end of the season lost two games did cover the one at home can get Liberty uh, a third time after going 0-2, but this looks like a pretty chalky conference to me. The Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament, which we're talking about right now, if you go to Ken Pomeroy's uh, Twitter page, at Ken Pomeroy, he's got some good stuff up there. He breaks down the conference tournaments by mathematical percentages, who's got the best chance to win, uh, top to bottom. Liberty, the number two seed, Pomeroy gives a 63% chance to win the championship. Kennesaw State, the number one seed, 19% was. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at some of these, trying to find uh, some, maybe some live long shots at some of these smaller conference tournaments. But it's interesting that DraftKings priced it that way. Liberty minus 230, Kennesaw State 3-1 to one odds to win this. Every, every other team, double digits. So it looks like you're not going to get a long shot to come out of the Atlantic Sun. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think these are the top two teams. Uh, clearly, I expect that they're going to meet up in that a sun you know and I, I there's a couple conferences that we'll get to that i did find some long shots that i think are worth at least a little bit of a poke here i didn't find it in the a sun well we're going to talk about a bunch of the conference tournament tonight so you'll get west reynolds long shots and uh i'll talk about a couple on my radar as well uh wes how about the patriot league starts on tuesday all at home sites but this is noteworthy the home teams only 47 and 43 The worst record of any uh, conference this season. So home court advantage, not a big factor in the Patriot League. Colgate, the top seed, minus 220. And uh, Navy, the number two seed, plus 270. You have Army, Lehigh, Lafayette, Boston, American Loyola, Bucknell, and Holy Cross as long shots. Any long shots you like in the Patriot? Yeah, you mentioned about the home. However in my Stephen A. Smith voice. Uh, Colgate, 34-4 and at home since 2020. And, you know, some of these conferences are kind of, you know, chaotic conferences. The Patriot League is not one of them. By the way, all these games, as Matt mentioned, being held at campus sites based on who the better seed is in the matchup, they've had 32 tourneys in the Patriot League. They were one of the last conferences, along with the Big Ten and the Pac-12, Pac-10 back then, to have a conference tournament. 29 of the 32 Patriot League tournaments have been won by either the one seed or the two seed. And you look at the standings, Colgate, six-game advantage over everybody else. Uh, I mean, just no value here. I mean, maybe Navy could potentially pull an upset and you get them in the final and you could perhaps hedge out if you want to do that. But Colgate's one loss actually was to American. American you know, a little bit interesting because they do slow the tempo. They're 350th mm-hmm. in tempo. So that's a team maybe that could give Colgate problems if they see them in this bracket. Because of style of play, American 80-1. to one. The Colgate Raiders probably going to be the uh, winners of the Patriot League. I don't want to lay $2, $3 on any of these. Uh, You'd rather just bet them game to game. And I know, by the way, you're going to hear that a lot over the next couple of weeks from the math guys, and they're right to bet like this, oh, just roll over a money line parlay. However, there's like 1% of sports bettors that bet that way. So they're right in terms of the math, but 
That's you know probably what? the only way to play it. Even some of the guys who preach that stuff on Twitter, you know, roll it over, don't bet the mm-hmm. uh, futures. They don't bet that way either. Right. Or they don't bet at all. So you're saying they just want to sound smart. Right. Of course. Of course. Everybody wants to sound smart. <laughs> Not everybody can pull it off. All right, Wes. Quick break. We come back. we got more to talk about, including the Sun Belt. The fun. We're going to jump into more college hoops. Stay tuned. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we're back. The VSIN studio, Circus Sportsbook, downtown Las Vegas. VSIN tonight, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans. We're going to be with you every weeknight, all spring and summer. And uh, looking forward to it, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific. Ryan Hyatt of Lubbock, che- Lubbock Texas, checks in on uh, Twitter. He braved that windstorm down there out on the West Texas Plains. Did you see the video he put up of that? I did not. That was I need to a check wicked windstorm out. out there. It says, love having Wes and Matt on the evenings together on VSIN. However, I have concerns. Which fast food establishments will be affected by humans' new routine, and how can we support them? Don't, don't worry about that, Ryan. We, we uh, always find places to eat, Ryan. No, no question about it. I actually uh, I stopped at Wendy's uh, before the show, and I'll hit uh, In-N-Out Burger after the show. And we also, by the way, did get another tweet at Chris Meth13, M-E-F-F-13 on Twitter, who sent it in December that voted for Matt and Wes for three hours on Friday night or Saturday bet prep on Friday night through the final four. Chris, be careful what you wish for, because now you have it five nights a week. I see his tweet. He's looking forward to uh, muting games and listening to us every night for the next month. All right. I appreciate the message. Thank you, fellas. Um, Wes, let's update what's happening in the association because we have a game that just went final. The Heat take down the Sixers, 101-99 in Philadelphia. And uh, more good news for you here because you bet Joel Embiid under his uh, point total of 31.5, and he checks in with uh, 27 points tonight in the loss. Yeah, thank you to the officials who got him in some foul trouble. Uh, He had four fouls, so he didn't come in until like the second half of the fourth quarter. Ends up with 27, but... Should have bet Miami, too, as well, because a, a nice win for the Heat. They are currently 33-29, and 29, but they're two games back of that sixth spot held by the Knicks. Philadelphia, two losses in a row at home. Of course, uh, they had the Saturday loss where Tatum, cold-blooded, hits a three late. Embiid actually hit a three from about 80 feet, but it was after the buzzer. And really, what I'm finding, Matt, in terms of NBA, which has helped me kind of do better, I still do some pre-flop like side and total, but not nearly as much. I do a lot more player props now. And really the NB thing was just kind of like, number one, the matchup, because Bam Adebayo is a pretty darn good defender down low and is going to take pride in, in trying to stop Joel Embiid. And also, sometimes you can sell these star players off big performances because, as you all know, if you bet these player props, you're always going to bet overs on these stars, the Embiid's, the... Luka Doncic's, uh, Giannis, uh, Jokic, all these guys are going to be priced in the moon. Now, you know, a fair amount of times they still go over, but I just thought Embiid 41 points on Saturday night in a primetime game, perfect sell spot next time out, and he ends up going under just 27 a night. Good handicapping by you. By the way, Jokic put up 40 points in a triple-double last night against the Clippers. Did you watch that? 
I watched uh, the highlights of it as I got back, but he just does it so effortless, effortless too. I mean, it doesn't look like he's really working hard. He doesn't ha- maybe have the most ravishing physique, but he's a hell of an athlete. You know, don't judge a book by its cover necessarily. So many people want to give the MVP to somebody else because he's won two in a row. You talk about Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. I still think Jokic is the MVP right now. Yeah. I do, too. I mean, I, I can't necessarily go against it. Tatum would be maybe the guy off the grid because right. he is on the best team, but I think it's Jokic's to lose. One more NBA Sometimes note. the voters just want to move the award around, They, too, they do. That, yeah, I think uh, it might be Tatum's turn to win it. Yeah, maybe they believe Sharon is caring, but I say just give it to the best player, <laughs> and it's been Nikola Jokic. Uh, one more NBA note before we move on. The other game that went final tonight, 117-106, the Charlotte Hornets over the Pistons. They're both in the uh, loserama for Wembenyama sweepstakes right now as uh, they're both under 20 wins. However, the Hornets did get a loss tonight. LaMelo Ball fracturing his right ankle. He had battled injuries earlier this year, and he is now out for the rest of the season. Hornets seven-point favorites, so they get to cover in that game against the hapless Pistons. Man, what a, what a sad Case, Boy, the Pistons, the Spurs, and the Rockets, man, they are they are they're trying. They're they're trying to get the ping pong balls for Victor Wembanyama. All right, let's move on from the association back to college hoops and talk about the Sun Belt, which starts Tuesday in Pensacola. How about Southern Miss, the uh, top seed, not the favorite here, Wes. What's what's going on here? Marshall, the favorite, two to one odds. Louisiana plus three fifty. James Madison, uh, right around that four to one range. Southern Miss at plus four fifty. Uh, how do you handicap the uh, Sun Belt? You know uh, what uh, Pensacola is commonly known as, don't you? Uh, you know, I've heard this before because that's a spring break destination. It is it? very affectionately known as the Redneck Riviera. That's right. Okay. Yes, Pensacola, Florida, and that's where what's going to host the Sun Belt tournament. What's that have to do with the tournament? I don't know. I okay. just was referring. You said Pensacola, and that reminded me of the Redneck Riviera. I thought that so. was a handicapping angle. It was not. Oh. Uh, I'll try to incorporate it though as we go on throughout the week. But yeah, looking at the Sun Belt this year, if you if you haven't really been following college basketball and you're just now getting into the you know as we get into March Madness. There's a lot of teams that switch conferences this year. Like this Sun Belt looks totally different. Of course, Marshall came in from Conference USA, as did Southern Miss. James Madison was in the Colonial, as was Old Dominion. So this is like a totally new conference. Southern Miss gets the one seed, Louisiana the two, Marshall the three, and James Madison the four seed. Uh, and, and, and they've been the four best, I think, so far this year. Now with Marshall... Dan D'Antoni, the coach, the brother of Mike D'Antoni, longtime NBA coach. So, you know, go up tempo, run down the floor and shoot a bunch of threes. And that's what Marshall does. They are eighth in tempo nationally. However, they are a very, very short bench. And you worry about them if they get into foul trouble. So that's a team as the favorite that I am going to sell a little bit. Louisiana, number one in offensive efficiency, number one in offensive rebounding in the conference. Uh, You know, Bob Marlin, a very solid coach down there. James Madison, first year in the conference. They're another up-tempo team. But I'm going to go a little bit down the board. This might be where I have two, where I have one kind of uh, middler and then one kind of longer shot. The one I like, actually. Now, they're a team that has to play an extra game, by the way, because the top four seeds get the double buys in the quarterfinals, the final eight. So there's a first round, and then there's a second round. And the team I'm eyeing does have to play that extra game on Thursday in the second round. And that's South Alabama. 
South Alabama, who plus 850, I think I've seen them anywhere from 10 to 1, really, in the market. South Alabama started to play better. Like, they're a little bit better in their record when you look. They're number one in effective field goal percentage defensively in the conference. They're number one in terms of three-point defense. That's what they do. They chase you basically off the three-point line. They're number one in effective field goal percentage offensively as well. Now, they don't get to the foul line very much. A lot of mid-range and three from Richie Riley's team. But they started to play well down the stretch. If, if you look, they won five of their last six. They did lose at ULL. Uh, by 10 in the season finale this team was 8 and 13 at January 26 and they end up at 16 and 15 so 8 and 2 in their last uh, 10 games they were actually competitive against some very good non-conference teams earlier in the season only lost by six down in the pit to New Mexico Mm -hmm. only lost by 10 to Alabama at home and then only lost by four at Oklahoma. So this is a team that can compete only lost by eight at UAB so they scheduled up you know, went through a rut a little bit. They started out two and seven in the conference, ended up getting to 500. I think South Alabama, this is a conference that I think is going to be pretty darn wide open as it usually is. 14 teams in the Sun Belt, the New Look Sun Belt. I actually can buy into your South Alabama play here, even though uh, this team is what, the eight seed? Yes. The eight seed and the uh, fifth choice on the odds board of plus 850, Ken Palm. Gives South Alabama the fifth best chance to win the Sun Belt at 7% uh, to win this conference. But I agree with you, Wes. When I looked at uh, South Alabama's non-conference resume, uh, pretty impressive, actually. And I remember the game at the pit well. So, I actually, if you're going to play something here, let's say you can make one bet on the South on the, on the the Sun Belt. Are you going to play Marshall at 2-1 to one or South Alabama at plus 850? I'd play Just, South Alabama because if you look, by the way, uh, the interesting story in this conference, though, is Southern Miss, who I believe was picked like dead last in the media poll for the Riders down there in the Sun Belt, and they end up getting the number one seed. So they probably overachieved a little bit, Southern Miss, so I, I would be selling off that. But I, I do like South Alabama. Of the top four seeds, James Madison would be my preferred choice. Really? Why not Marshall? Why not the favorite? I just, I, I, I worry about them, you know, if they get into foul trouble. Look, I'm not saying you got to play 10 guys. In fact, I like shorter rotations, but I worry about them a little bit. If threes aren't going down, this is a one-bid league, and that's the danger, relying on that three ball. You can kind of get a little one and done this year. So James Madison, really, of the chalk is who I would be looking at. I, I just, I like the way... They have a fast tempo, too, but they also force turnovers. They're 25th best in the country in terms of forcing turnovers by percentage of opponents' turnovers. So James Madison would be of the top four, my chalky team, and South Alabama would be my one down the board. You might be able to talk me into South Alabama here. The and, Jaguars. You know, yeah, and Marshall's a 24-17, uh, and 17, but played a pretty weak non-conference schedule. The thing I like about South Alabama is that they got tested a couple times in the non-conference and fared pretty well in those games. That's one long shot to keep an eye on. South Alabama in the Sun Belt. We're going to talk West Coast Conference and more. Stay tuned. Back here in a couple minutes. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, with the Arnold Palmer Invitational in UFC 285 this week, head to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. For all the golf fans out there, Bet Rivers is a place to bet the Arnold Palmer with top 10 insurance. Place a pre tourney bet on an outright winner. Bet Rivers has you covered for UFC 285 with parlay insurance and more. Check out betrivers.com or download the app. Again, Bet Rivers Sportsbook, betrivers.com. West Reynolds, Matt Hewitt's back here on uh, VSIN tonight. We'll be heavy on college hoops on this show for the next uh, six weeks or so. You can count on that. Um, I, I guess I should say five weeks. Yes. This is actually February 27th. It's hard to believe, Wes, that March is a couple days away. And, uh, it seems like the season flies by. Yeah. I don't know why. Even though I've been betting this stuff every night since early November, once football season ends, you got a couple weeks mm-hmm. where college basketball has a spotlight, and then boom, it's March Madness, conference tournaments, 
and uh, it's all all hell breaks loose. Yeah, all hell is breaking loose. I mean, we saw all those buzzer beaters for the weekend, and I know this is an off-the-radar game, but I thought it was a unique situation. Uh, Norfolk State at North Carolina Central, some MEAC basketball. Of course, that's going to be a one-bid league. That tournament will start next week. And Norfolk State was down 29 at North Carolina Central. I believe they have two starters, including Joe Bryan, who's like their conference player of the year candidate, not available tonight. They got down 29 to North Carolina Central and now have tied this game up with 15 seconds left to go. 66 apiece. NCC, by the way, uh, was laying three, 136. So I'm trying to see. I don't think I I have a feed for that game. I think that's an ESPN Plus. Uh, Yeah, Norfolk just hit one of two foul shots. So 66 apiece here. North Carolina Central going to have to hit it or they're going to overtime blowing a 29-point lead. 29-point lead. Now, uh, Miami blew a 25-point lead against Florida State on Saturday. Uh, Michigan State blew a 13-point lead with a minute and a half to go, 10-point lead in the final minute. Both of those went my way, and yet I was still whining and complaining to you via text Saturday night. Why can't I do better in this contest? And then I get two luck box wins like that with uh, the uh, Seminoles and the Hawkeyes. Hey, DraftKings had this tweet. Let's throw it up. It was after the uh, Iowa-Michigan State game. And uh, Michigan State, a five-and-a-half-point dog. Glad the entire way, Wes. It was a, a miracle. Iowa scored, what, 23 points in the last two minutes? Mm-hmm. Hawkeyes trailed by 13 with 134 to go. Ten in the final minute. And they won by six and overtime. Iowa, 112. Michigan State, 106. Is Michigan State plus five-and-a-half the worst beat of the basketball season, college hoop season? Well... You could probably comb through every game and maybe find one worse, but in terms of like a, a featured game that a lot of people yeah. were following, hard, hard, hard to think so. And look, I said Iowa was going to shoot better from the three, and they did 17 to 36. Now they made up for it. I think they hit, what, five threes in the final, final minute? minute. Yeah. yeah, and look, they were, they, what did they shoot, like six of 51 combined, I think, at Northwestern Previous and uh, Wisconsin. And that was part of my handicap, and then they got down huge. You know, in the game, Michigan State, uh, you know, it was tied at halftime, but Michigan State kind of tried to pull away in the second half. A.J. Hoggard was huge, 29 points. Michigan State was 11 of 15 from the three. And and 31 of 36 from the line still found a way to lose. Incredible. You don't think a Tom Izzo team's going to blow a 10-point lead in the final minute. It happened. Wes, there was a beat in the Big Ten the next day almost as bad. Wisconsin. Catching the points at Michigan. Mm-hmm. The game looked like it was over. Hunter Dickinson catches an inbounds pass off balance about 30 feet away and throws it in at the bottom. It was a miserable to... set. Oh, I, I cannot believe that happened. First of all, why did Wisconsin not foul? And on the inbounds, on the catch, don't try to steal the ball. The Badgers tried to steal the ball on in the inbounds. Mm-hmm. Let Dickinson catch it and then foul him. Yeah. And he goes to the line. Michigan's not going to win that game. Instead, he whirls around and throws in a uh, 30-footer. Hits it, forces overtime, and Michigan covers, I believe, what, six? Yes. Where What happens in overtime, that's where underdogs go to die. That's where dogs go to die is overtime. So Wisconsin, a six-point dog, lost by eight in overtime after the Wolverines hit the miraculous shot to even force OT. That beat was almost as bad as the uh, – Michigan State-Iowa game. Yeah, and there was maybe one that was almost just as bad. That was Sunday night in the Big Ten, by the way. How about Penn State? State. 
Up 19 early Up in the 19, second Up 19, 17 minutes ago against a, a Rutgers team that, you know, relatively offensively challenged. Yeah. A very good defensive team. 42-23, to 23, Penn State not only doesn't cover, they lose the game 59-56. to 56, Got outscored 18-5 to 5 in the uh, final 10 minutes. I don't think they had a bucket for like the last eight minutes or something of the game. Something ridiculous, but... Maybe that might have bursted Penn State's bubble as they could be on the outside looking in, and that might have cinched Rutgers' spot. I think Rutgers is in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, Penn State's got some work to do. There's a lot of teams with some work to do, and that's a good thing about the conference tournaments, and those are handicapping angles you're going to talk about. Teams are desperate when they get through the conference tournaments. Let's talk about the West Coast Conference. Uh, Wes, and uh, I had Gonzaga Saturday night. The Zags, five-point favorites. They hold on to win by nine. Uh, they had a big lead. They were up 16 early in the second half. The lead was whittled, I think, to five mm-hmm. at one point um, in the final 10 minutes. But the Zags win and cover, and they get revenge. Now, our friend, professional sports better Ron Boyles, Skinny Boyles, he bet St. Mary's 15-1 to to win the regular season, and he bet that, obviously, before the season. Now, he was – asking me before the Saturday night game, what determines the number one seed in the conference? Because DraftKings paid off that prop according to the team that was the number one seed in the conference tournament. Mm -hmm. And St. Mary's and Gonzaga had the identical record, so they're tied, technically. So do you know what the tiebreaker was to get the top seed? I will have to actually peruse that. Well, I'll tell you what it was, because uh, we had to research this before the game Saturday night, because if if St. Mary's was going to have the top seed regardless, then Ron was not going to hedge. Mm-hmm. He's got a 15-to-1 winner worth several thousand dollars, and he needs to know what determines the top seed if he was going to hedge before the game tipped off. Well, the team that's higher in the net ratings, the NCAA net ratings, gets the number one seed in the uh, West Coast Conference tournament. Yes. First of all, it was common opponents or common uh, teams, that, or teams that you lost to. They both lost to Loyola Marymount, so that tiebreaker did not factor into it. After the, uh, I guess he was a little bit fortunate that after the Saturday night game, even though Gonzaga won, St. Mary's, I believe, is seven in the net, and Gonzaga was nine. Yes. So St. Mary's gets the top seed here in the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas. Now, I saw one book today put up St. Mary's and Gonzaga as co-favorites, minus 110, in this conference, do you agree with that? And do you think there's a long shot? Could Loyola be a long shot? I I do agree with that. By the way, here's an interesting scheduling uh, uh, little quirk here. Gonzaga still has a regular season game to play, not in the conference. Chicago State. Chicago State on on Wednesday night. So, you know, maybe smart scheduling, you know, obviously get an easier opponent for senior night uh, up there in Spokane. And then plus – This is one of the quirkier tournaments, and I don't necessarily disagree with the WCC in doing this. You talk about protecting your top teams. Nobody does it more than the WCC. By the way, this tournament is going to get underway on Thursday, the 9 against the 8 and the 7 against the 10, Mm -hmm. and then it's staggered. It goes into the second round, and then there's the 5 seed and the 6 seed, and then you have the quarterfinals on Saturday. Gonzaga and St. Mary's get a bye this is like a double, like a triple buy, it's a triple buy, almost because they, yeah, one and two, St. Mary's Gonzaga, they do not play until Monday night. Just have to win one game to get to the championship. Yes, absolutely. So I mean, some of these teams, you got to go through a freaking gauntlet as a longer shot in this conference. I mean, you know, looking, and, and there are some other good teams in the conference. Santa Clara is good. Lola Marymount, 
BYU could surprise, even though they've been really disappointing this year. They're not, they, this is not a vintage BYU shooting team. Probably the most disappointing team, though, and I know they have a first-year head coach out there with uh, Chris Golfson, Golfson, rather. San Francisco. This team's got a veteran backcourt, two senior guards, and it's like, man, this team's tailor-made to maybe make a little run. But They got blown out at BYU 18 and 13. They were 7 and 9 in the league, this team, San Francisco, the team that ended UNLV's unbeaten streak when they were unbeaten early in the season. So, I mean, I want to say them, but uh, I just can't get behind them. I, I think it's going to end up probably being 1-2. It's 1-2 almost every year. Yeah. In the uh, West Coast Conference, Gonzaga, St. Mary's. But the way the bracket sets up with, uh, like you said, the top two seeds getting a triple bye, that has a lot to do with it, too. You only have to win one game to get to the championship. But that puts more of an emphasis on the regular season. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's okay to do it that way. How about Loyola Marymount, the only team to beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga? Live long well, shot or not? Well, they've got a, arguably I see the best. 200 to 1 out they've there. got arguably the best guard in the conference with Cam Shelton. Yeah. Keep an eye on that. All right, that's West Coast Conference. We're going to update tonight's action. But next, we talk baseball with Wayne Krivsky, former MLB general manager. Stay tuned. Is Wayne on the phone? Or? Yeah. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.